Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things. I am the aforementioned Max. Welcome to another week of this here thing. I hope everybody is doing well and let's get into it. So I guess because man thinks that we forgot, I guess he could just, you know, skate or whatever. Um, the governor of my state, Governor Big Nose McGee, um, Cuomo, um, has been caught out there again lying to the people about COVID numbers. Well, the beef initially started outside of the fact of him being a creep that likes to grope ladies. He was aired out earlier during the start of COVID and quarantine and all of that about the fact that he hid the sheer numbers of deaths in old folks' homes because, you know, he's a stupid fucking idiot and people were putting money in his pockets. So he decided to both turn, you know, turn a blind eye to it and also, you know, uh, make sure that they couldn't get sued. Anyway, he was fudging those numbers about how many people had died in um, old age homes. Come to find out he was lying about other shit. Surprise, surprise. So much so that the numbers that the state has um, released publicly versus the numbers that the feds have uh, released publicly about the sheer numbers of COVID deaths in the state of New York are vastly different because... Not only did he fail to note the number of deaths in nursing homes that he caused directly, also, they didn't count the number of people who died of COVID um, in prisons, in group homes, and I'm, I'm assuming as well homeless shelters before they started taking people out and putting them into hotels. So, And also people who died of COVID at home, so they didn't count those people either. So basically, Mans has been fudging a long time and... He should just resign. But because things are the way they are and nobody believes in shame, he is running for re-election. And there was a wonderful little exchange between him and who the cop, basically, that the people in this place uh, decided was a better move than, like, I don't know, the the lawyer lady who um, was trying to make the city equitable. They got together and had a boogeyman festival up at... Um, up in the the governor's house, I guess. And basically there were all of this um, wolf whistle type shit about crime numbers going up and crazy people. No, that is a neighborless slur. Let me roll that back. Um, the mentally ill pulling up on folks, mentally ill homeless people attacking people in the streets and all this fucking bullshit that they've all been off on a run with so that they can have the excuse so that they can make it rain money on the cops and over-police neighborhoods that are already over-policed and continue playing war games in the streets. So basically they got together and they both co-signed each other and talked about how they're both original progressives and all this type of shit. Basically standing there trolling and playing in everybody's face. And everything's terrible. And really, our our election system just always guarantees the worst motherfuckers, it seems, because we don't ever get what we should get. And people be like, well, but that was this is what we need. We needed a cop to run a whole cop who lies lying that's the brand anyway so they got together and glad-handed each other and let us get a glimpse of the future of what we can expect in new york city and new york state as a whole um gorge your loins is all i'm saying any hooser everything's terrible moving on um dr fauci was in a hearing yesterday yeah yesterday with Rand paul and you could tell First of all, Dr. Fauci is tired of everybody's shit. Like, 
I'm the only one who knows what's talking about. I'm the only person who knows about, you know, virology and epidemiology. And you stupid motherfuckers are talking to me like I'm a fucking dodo and I'm tired. Which is fair. Like, he had to more or less hold his tongue for a fucking oaf for, like, four years. And now uh, the same pack of dummies are trying him in public some more. Like, case of point, Rand Paul. He was, you know, doing the thing that they do where they try to, like, give you some nice conspiracy theory shit, some racism, a little bit of, you know, distrust for education and science and shit like that, all in one big fat ball of shit, and he was trying to feed it to Dr. Fauci, and he wasn't with it. Dr. Fauci basically was like, look, bitch, the only motherfucker in here who don't know what the fuck they talking about is you, and I'm sick of your fucking shit. And, I, and, and like, it, the energy of the exchange between the two of them... You can tell that Dr. Fauci was seriously thinking about rocking that nigga shit because he went full New York. And he was just like, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he was disgusted. He's tired. Everybody's fucking nonsense. And people just making shit up about whatever because everybody's stupid. And, you know, they, they like to go after people who actually know things with all of the full force of their fucking chest like they say it with their chest every single time with not an ounce of irony they go after cats who actually study a thing and like specialize in it Rand Paul's like a dentist like my guy stop talking like you're an embarrassment you and your ultra perm could just always shut the fuck up and you know what does it say about someone where he got his whole shit rocked by his fucking neighbor we ain't forget the nigga clocked the fuck out of him and they were like, oh, it's over Strubs. It wasn't over Strubs. He probably tried to hi-hat that dude, too. And he was sick of his shit and fucked him up appropriately. And Dr. Fauci was thinking about it. He was like, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Stop fucking talking to me. You don't fucking rate, ultra perm. But this is who people elect and keep electing. It's wild to me. Also, speaking of stupid motherfuckers who I can't wait for them to leave office, even though what's replacing them in office is as aforementioned, trash and garbage and everything's terrible. Um, my idiot mayor, the guy who's still in there, the big doofy, um, de Blasio, has removed all of the mask um, restrictions um, pretty much throughout the state, the city, I'm sorry. And um, they removed them pretty much everywhere. And the numbers are spiking. We went from maybe 200 cases of COVID last month to 500 this month and all of them are the Delta variant and dummy McGee is not listening to cats when they're like, maybe, you know, leave the mask things in place. He's like, nah, masks only do so much. I'm trying to push vaccination. Great. There's pl plenty of people who would like to be vaccinated and can't, instead of paying attention to those people, we're going to pay attention to the motherfuckers who don't. And you think the numbers are going to move? I mean, people who are, like, fuck science, I'm listening to YouTube, and I'm just going to walk around here breathing germs on everybody and assuming the risk and going into restaurants and going to functions and going to concerts and shit. You going to be able to get these same motherfuckers to change their minds? Good luck, motherfucker. <laughs> it's not going to happen. A mask is the minimum that motherfuckers could do. Even cats who don't want to be vaccinated or whatever, for whatever reason... Uh, bless up um they can put on a fucking mask and keep it pushing and at least protect themselves and other people but you know let's play fast and loose and hope for the best come fall i suppose and i guess he won't give a fuck because by the end of the fall he ain't gonna be in gracie mansion no more and he'll just hand the bag 
to the smiling numpty that they just brought in here. So, fun? Yay? Hmm. Everybody's fucking stupid, and I'm tired of it. (laughs) Anyway, this week on the podcast, I'm sharing an interview that I did with the good homie Alicia Goodwin, who is the owner, creator, fabulostic, super talent, um, owner of Lingua Nigra Jewelry. Um, I have a couple of her pieces, and they're all amazing, and you should definitely get into it. Um, we talked about her, <laughs> her, her many, her, her long and winding road <laughs> to, uh, getting to where she is and how she started her career and what the future of her career looks like. It was a fun ass conversation, super educational. I didn't know a lot about how jewelry is made and all of the things around it. It's wild. Anyway, I totally enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoy it and it's coming up in two seconds. Today on the podcast, I have a designer of Epic Jewelry, of which I'm wearing right now, Al. Um, She is brilliant. She has the best Insta, very well curated. Love it, love it, love it. Um, She's wild stylish. She is a fly girl and one of my faves. Welcome to Mostly Max and Other Things, Alicia Goodwin. Welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Air horns, air horns. Thank you for that lovely intro, Max. Oh, you're welcome. I appreciate it. You're welcome. So happy to have you. Thanks for having me. Oh, a pleasure, of course. My shout out, boo. Um, (laughs) So let's get started. My first question. What do you do and why do you do it? I I do jewelry. <laughs> I'm a jeweler. Um I make I make other I make other things too, but I, people know me as a jeweler. So I, I'll just say I'll just say that. Um I do it because I don't have a choice, but I love it. <laughs> Thankfully people buy it. And so I have uh I, that's my that's my living. I make a living doing it. Um it's really cool to be like it's cool to be a creator who makes a living because a lot of people don't. Um, <laughs> I'm mad about it. They are mad about it. Um, so yeah, no, it's it's a it is still a hustle, but it's really it's cool that I get to do it. So that's 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 what I do. I work in metal. I work mostly in metal, um, uh, and I like really if I don't work in metal, I'll try to incorporate something natural like shells or uh, beetle wings are really big. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, things things like I have bone. I have some really cool bone beads that mm-hmm. I got from my last trip in Rhode Island. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll try to just make it go really natural and uh, easy with my work. So that's nice. what I do. Nice. <laughs> okay, so how did you get started in your industry? I, oh man. Um, well, it started when I was a kid. I went, I took a class when I was like 11 or 10 uh, during summer camp and we learned how to make jewelry, really rings out of like copper wire. Mm-hmm. And we just made like dozens and dozens of rings. And I just learned how to use the tools really very quickly and easily and then my mom I convinced my mom to take me to Frank's Nursery and Crafts I don't know if you knew know what that is mm-hmm. it was like uh oh, I'm dating myself a lot I'm like it was like Lee Ward's but uh before Michael's there was Lee Ward's mm. um <laughs> so 
Uh, but Frank's, unfor oh goodness, if I had the money, I would start it back up. Frank's was ahead of its time. Uh, it was a nursery that had plants and stuff, all garden stuff, a whole outside, and then it had a crafts. Um, but I, and they did well. And I looked, I went on Wikipedia and looked at, but anyway, that's not the point. Sorry, I would go down a whole, a whole thing about the greatness of Frank's Nursery and Crafts. That was my jam. And I would just get beads and stuff. And so after I learned how to do that, um, make the rings, I came back to school, I think in like the fifth or the sixth, the sixth grade. And I started making these little rainbow. I'm sorry, I always yell when I'm on, when I'm, I'm, this is not, this is exciting. This is not, it's not you, this is me. Like, I'm sorry, I do this all feel the time. Offended. I know, I know, I need to breathe, <laughs> I need to breathe deeper. Um, but yeah, I made these little earrings and stuff and I, I would sell them to my teachers and my, um, my mom, my mom's, my mom's a teacher. I would go to her school and, and sell it to the admin and my, the, 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 my friends, but I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. So I studied fashion when I was in high school, I was part of the fashion club. I did, uh, I learned how to sew well. Uh, I applied to all these schools. I was a, I was a straight C minus student, so <laughs> I was kidding. But I applied to all these schools. I would do for prom. I would draw everybody's prom dresses so they could uh -huh. get made by their respective dressmakers uh -huh. for like twenty twenty dollars a pop. I was such a little hustler. I was such a little <laughs> business person. Um, so I thought I was going to be a fashion designer. Then I went to FIT. Uh, I went to a lot of schools, but I ended up. I want. I always want to go to New York, so I went to FIT and um, did the two year program. Tried to get a job, realized I was not going to get a job. Dang. Yeah, it was, I mean, it, it was like the writing was, first, it was hard anyway, but um, I didn't want to get paid $20,000 a year and oh, have people right. talk to me. But, you know, they already let you know that you're not going to move up in the world and you're the, it was, yeah. It, and I would show people the portfolio and they would, everybody would say it was too ethnic. Like it's, it's a dress. Like, yeah. So oh, I was like, God. oh, you guys are just racist okay oh so, so that's what we're doing gotcha thank you right so let me let me you know get my little 20 year old self on across the hall to the jewelry the jewelry department which i didn't i didn't think anything of and one of my friends was like you should have done that in the first place you always wear good jewelry you always at the flea markets getting jewelry and i was i was always making like random but i, I never thought of it as a as a thing so i went in with absolutely no plan and then i did the one-year program um so I graduated with a degree degree in fashion. And then right after I graduated, the year after in 2000, 2002, 2003, I graduated with the one barely. I was, I was a D minus F student. So I, I'm saying this only because I was there, but I was, I had to work. Right. Um, you're not supposed I get to. It. I you're get not it. supposed to. So, That's for people who ain't got nothing but money and time, but the rest of us got to fucking work. Yeah. I did not know that, you know, I didn't know anything about the one year program, but it's, it's, it's two semesters, it's four semesters and two. Oh, so wow. it's a yeah yeah so you you people saved up for a year to not work I was not one of those it was Never me and me. another friend mm -hmm. and we were the only people who worked and it was a lot but I, I graduated one of this one other person in a, from our class who pursued jewelry after Isn't which is a lot to say mm, interesting <laughs> so that's how I got into it and then I worked for um a bunch of really talented people um as a bench jeweler I worked on 47th street for a hot minute um, worked for this jeweler who's still around, but he makes more um, 
not middle of the road. His stuff is never middle of the road, but it's less quote unquote less expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, but he would he used to make steel and gold jewelry, Philip mm-hmm. Cranji. Um, but I worked for him, and then I got a job on the other side, like never corporate because I feel like corporate means benefits. And none yeah. of these places had like real benefits. But I worked in an office job. I, I lied and said I knew Adobe Illustrator. Taught myself yeah. enough Illustrator to get the job, and then I was like a a specker, which means that you. Um, spec. So doing all of that, I was doing, and I was going home on the week um, at, af- after work making jewelry with no like just making because I wanted to. Um, you know, I, I'm happy. I was happy. I was in my field, even though it was weird, like being behind a desk. Um, like two years, two or three years later. Um, but you know, I, I felt like I had enough knowledge, and I was learning this other world because they don't teach you that. They teach you how to be a bench jeweler. They don't tell you. It's. I don't think any of us think about the things that are like at J.C. Penney's or at Macy's, right? You don't. Or at the Limited or Express, or you know, like we the don't stuff think you of, see on the checkout aisle, like right out of uh, like Ann Taylor Law. Right, right. Oh my goodness! And that used to be everybody's money maker. That's so funny. ATL, yeah, that would be that was everybody's jam. Wow, so I never thought about that. Nobody, nobody, I didn't think about it either. And so I worked at Lee Angel in Soho, which is now we we work building but, uh, <laughs> on Spring and Broadway. And that's kind of where I really cut my teeth. That was a really great place to learn because they had every system in place, like from the, and they had the office set out from beginning to end. Um, and it's kind of how I run my own, I mean, hopefully with more employees, uh, how I will be running, but how I, how I run my business, like you start from the sample makers and then there's the room with the head designer and then another designer. And then it's us, the speckers and the specking is doing uh, specifications. So somebody makes the jewelry, then we measure and everything for overseas production. Oh. Nobody, nobody wants to do it. It is the worst job ever. Oh, wow. But later on, I was able, nobody because people just a lot of designers in that industry and in costume they know how to draw draw so they're fine they're fine artists but they don't know anything about jewelry mm. so it's not technical um but that made me a lot of money later on because mm. i was able to charge a lot and go into these places where these designers didn't know they were on photoshop and i would put everything on illustrator mm. so i'm doing all that while i'm still doing my jewelry um traveling like I, I after Lee Angel I worked in another place went to China a lot oh, wow. um and I was still doing my own jewelry you kind of keep it in, it's weird it's weird it's like compa- I feel like people especially being a black designer or maker people don't have that much uh confidence in what you do anyway Which like wow because when you do do it bitches race to steal it from you oh 100 percent 100 percent but people you know nobody would ever believe like what I, I would always wear my own jewelry Mm-hmm. Which at some places, you know, why aren't you wearing our jewelry? Like, get out of here. That's not in the contract. You just um, ugly. You ain't so right. mad at me, <laughs> Right. Breaking it, breaking out my neck. So <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would I would always wear my own jewelry, but I would never, you know, people would say, Oh, this is really great. Where'd you get it from? And I wouldn't either I wouldn't say it or I, some depending on who. And a lot of people didn't they either didn't get that you can have something beyond a nine to five. Mm-hmm. Like, wow, you make your own stuff. Like, you know, I went to school for for jewelry for medicine i'm I'm trained you fucking right right (laughs) right so um yeah i was just making and then i I started making um my bangles 
Um, Which I adore, and I want to buy like an arm's worth of them. I have, I have really, man, I wish I would have seen you. I, well, I've, I had so much stuff on me. I didn't have those, but I have really thin ones now too. Oh, you know, I, I, I'm, I live for the thin yeah, ones. Yeah, they're really thin. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I was just making those and people were asking, just random people on the subway were asking like, where those are beautiful. Where do I get them? I was like, I made them. Oh, okay. Here's my information. I just started selling, started selling at a friend's store on Atlantic Avenue called Artisan. It's not there anymore. Um, I think you remember that store. Yeah. Yeah. Artisan. It was, a, it was a cute store. It was a cute store. Um, but yeah, yeah. We get customer requests and stuff. And then I started on Etsy in like t- 2007 and, um, Things that take off. And so I just sat there for a minute. And uh, then I found an Etsy team and I, I really got the groove because when you're creative, you have, unless you went to school and all your friends are artists and usually your friends aren't artists or, aren't, you know, not in a bad way. They just right. aren't. Um, and my group of friends weren't super, I had my, obviously have my artist friends, but mm-hmm. all my friends lived everywhere. Like, I was going to say far, like Queens <laughs> or Queens of Connecticut. Or it they is live far. far. They live far. <laughs> and you know, Queens, Queens people That's love Queens. Right, do. Queens, they don't, they don't leave. They, really do. they don't leave. They love they, Queens. I mean, I got my husband to leave because I was not. Oh my goodness. That's, that's amazing. Yeah. I was they, not gonna live in Queens. They don't. They don't live in Queens. People don't Thank understand. Thank God, I was living York. in a brownstone, or that gent would have been like, "We're getting moving to Queens," and I'd be like, "No, know, yeah, you would have been in Queens. No, I would not have been Queens on 185th and Street and Road Street, Lane. Oh my God! Yes, exactly. Right. Keep it. So yeah, I when when. When you have friends who, like my local friends that I want to hang out with, they didn't understand. Like, you just can't talk shop. And they don't want to hear it. And I totally get it. I get it. You know, yeah. they don't care. Your friends love you, but they don't care. They don't. They don't, they don't. they don't understand. Like, oh, we, you want to go out? Like, no, I have to work. You always working. Uh, oh, my stuff. Yeah, I am. Yeah. They're thinking I'm working for somebody else. No, this is, I want to, I want to make more money. I want to do this. This isn't. Um, and then I realized also all these places that I was working with the exception of the one place where I was a designer, I was either somebody's assistant or people were getting hired over me who mm-hmm. had zero experience. Um, and then th- nobody figured that out until after they got hired and they were asking all, me all the questions. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh no, I got this. I, I need to make my own stuff. Mm-hmm. So with the team, the Etsy team, it was great because you just got to talk, uh, you know, with other makers, just about just basic sales tax, mm. you know, like how to get better. Oh, this new thing, Pinterest. Let's put all our stuff on Pinterest. Let's do these shows, you know. So I would on the weekends, I would go and do shows and it kind of just kept on going. It was it was a slow it was really a slow roll um, until really maybe five maybe five years ago so from let's see i graduated almost 20 years ago oh wow i've been making my stuff i mean i've been on etsy since 2000 i I call i've I've had lingua niagara before that but it was good to like it was good to etsy's kind of that time stamp where i put everything online or Mm -hmm. i can remember putting everything online um but yeah somebody reached out i think they just put in like black jeweler or black jewelry designer and reached out to me about the smithsonian the new the Ooh, new Smithsonian. Right. The Black Smithsonian. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they they asked to see my stuff. They wanted to test it. Um, and at this time it was like hustle city. Like I was barely making my rent. 
um mm. shipped that stuff out it got lost uh, i know and they had a deadline but it was perfect because i didn't have my rent for that month so uh the check that i got covered my rent for mm-hmm. the ups but they ended up picking it and they, i don't think they realized how uh explosive and how wanted and needed this museum and how popular it was going to mm-hmm. be because they just kept on the, the buyer was like can you i need an order can you can you send more things I'm like i gotta make this no <laughs> so no i can't I'm some stop. freaking factory lady no, right right <laughs> right so it, i'm happy it went well because a lot of people like they did you know, they'll do with a lot of buyers um they'll do projections and stuff and you just hope for the best you know mm-hmm. they could buy I don't, I don't even know how much, and they have a budget. I don't, I like, I, I'll be happy if I'm within that budget every year. Mm-hmm. Um, they never overspend, which is good, but mm-hmm. um, like they maybe spent like a thousand dollar wholesale order. And that went out the, that went, that blew off, like mm-hmm. blew out the, off the shelves or sh- when I the went, case. I made sure to go to, to their uh, gift shop to see what was what. And like, there was barely anything. In there. There's nothing. No, 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 there's nothing. Now there <laughs> is y'all because of COVID. I, I dropped off something last year. They, they still haven't, I need to contact them, but usually it'll be, it's like a steady brisk. Um, So that was really good. I felt like that added on to new buyers because I don't know what it is with the East Coast. I've never did well doing in-person mm. shows. And when I tell you never did well, I would be at the front, like in the at the door, yeah. like a big event. First person you see, last person you see before you leave, and I'd make maybe two hundred dollars at, at, at like four o'clock, like Damn. right before. Yeah, it was, and I still to this day, I did a show maybe two years ago, and it was just as bad, mm. which is hilarious. Everybody's yeah. stupid. They go online though. <laughs> they do go online which is crazy yeah they go online or i'll do like a pop-up when i'm when i was especially 2019 when i traveled a lot so um yeah I'll, I'll do a pop-up and i'll do okay but i've never done well on the east coast but That's yeah wild. online online has been really good um and i was consulting for the past almost 10 years i've been fully self-employed consulting um just drawing for other uh companies and doing specifications Mm -hmm. and then that that dried up like five uh, it was weird like the the costume jewelry industry was insane all the companies i worked for they just couldn't you know they couldn't say no they they just had so many people working for them and so Mm -hmm. many accounts and then all those accounts um, just went direct to China. Like they didn't need mm, a middleman. They didn't it. need a middle. Yeah, they would just hire one designer, go to China, and the, before because those factories were before didn't want to deal with like the gap in Banana Republic and whatnot. But interesting. Then, then they did, and mm. so all those companies that I worked for all closed. I mean, wow, one by one. And before that, like I really cut my teeth doing freelance at uh, Juicy Couture. That's where I really learned how to work Illustrator and do really good specs and draw really fun charms. And it was a, that was a great job because I was just in a corner listening to podcasts all day <laughs> by myself. It was amazing. I was like, this is I could get used to this. This is nice. <laughs> You know, no drama. It's only two other designers and one um, one creative director. They were everybody was just so nice, and they didn't need a big team. And that's that's what I was, you know, used to. It was super lean, but they made all those charms and stuff, and I oh, made wow. charms. And um, and they so were it for a minute. They, they were, they were on everything on the. They like, were the perfume bottles. Got them. Everything got them. Right, right. So yeah, that once you know, and I was still doing, still doing my own work. Um, but uh, yeah, so after all of that kind of uh, dried up, it forced me to 
really focused on my brand, which was good, you know, because I was, it was part-time, but I never wanted it to be part-time. I always wanted Legal Niagara to be Wanted to be your thing. Yeah. Yeah, So I was fortunate that I had the, a little, a little tiny bit of money. I think I was on my savings at the time. And then I went back to school to hunt. That was dumb. I went back to school because I wanted to write, and I, I was like, "Oh, it'd be cheaper to just go and get a uh, a bat. I don't have I don't have a bachelor's. Get a bachelor's and take a whole bunch of writing classes. That was stupid. <laughs> so I'm not. I wasn't used to like regular undergrad school where they just push grad school. Like you just you take like four classes in your major, and I'm like, wait, what's what's the rest of my major? Like I'm, I'm taking really I'm four classes. Give us the money, right? right? Like. <laughs> I was taking four classes. So, um, but it was, it was nice to have that freedom to pay in cash, go, you know, not work. I was still freelancing, working, um, uh, uh, every day, taking Fridays off, working Mm -hmm. on my brand. But yeah, when all that, when all that, like, and I was able to travel for school to finish. So I went to Guatemala, I went to, um, uh, Argentina for classes, Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it, it was, it was nice. It was what I wanted. I mean, it would have been nice to not have to like take a month off, but whatever, it's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that. There's so many. It's it's weird to always like to go back and be like, wow, I really did that and like didn't have a breakdown. Yeah, but it's it, funny yeah. when you think of it. It's like, yeah, like when I think of what I did when I was younger, like to to stay in school, like because I had to work. I had like three, four jobs or whatever because I was paying for it myself. Whatever. Um, uh, fan, financial aid didn't cover I was on the hook for it and I didn't mm-hmm. live at home so mm-hmm. I was living off mm-hmm. campus too mm-hmm. so I had to make it happen and I'm like yo the kind of shit I was doing that fucking schedule would kill me dead now like I would not survive it like I'd be like I'm going to lie down whatever happens happens yeah <laughs> you know? and I would see that I would see people come and I, I wanted to be especially going back to school in my 30s which I feel like everybody should, we should, I wish we could, they would just, people would just give us like fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 and have anybody, th- I mean, I'm in my 40s now, but in my, in your 30s, go back mm-hmm. to school because it's a whole different experience. You and you respect it a lot more oh than you my did God. in your 20s or in you your freaking teens. It. it was a joke Oh my God. You were so stupid. It was such, <laughs> and I look at the, I, I was look like one woman, she didn't do any work she was young she would just talk like the teacher would ask questions i'm like girl you didn't read this you know why are you just talk you, you didn't go get talk credits you gotta right. do the work it's like and baby then, we know you ain't reading damn piece of this shit here right and it was you just talking <laughs> right and she, she sat the whole semester and it was gone mid semester. i'm like you know you gotta pay for that yeah this is not about- free this is a free move that was the, oh, oh my goodness i was so stressed out for so many people you know like it was, it was, it was nice. And I, I didn't take it for granted. I took it. I mean, by the time I was 22 for jewelry, I didn't take it for granted. I just wish I didn't have to work mm-hmm. <laughs> when I was in the school, but being th- in my thirties and that took me five freaking years to get that, that bachelor's. Mm-hmm. Which was, I was a transfer student when it took me three years to get two associate's degrees, which is bananas. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So that's 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 that. I mean, and now I'm I'm full time, like super full time. I've been yeah, I've been full time for like five years. I moved back to Chicago three years ago. Mm-hmm. This is the first year since the pandemic started. This is like the first full year I've been here. I've really I've been traveling since I moved in 2018, and I really have only been in Chicago like for 
like a solid like maybe two months solid back to like you know 30 days straight oh wow um, usually I was on a plane I traveled 20 over 20 times in 2019 wow so yeah 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 Whew, my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's a lot it's a lot it's so it was nice to like kind of calm calm down and chill like out the, the, a little bit that's the thing about this pandemic it forced people to sit the fuck down yeah it did it did it really fully. Did. It fully and also you know for people like me it let me lean in on my my you know not wanting to leave the house which was great <laughs> was like nobody expects me to be at nothing this is fucking wonderful I get to oh be in goodness. the house this is it's great so, yeah it's so nice it is it, it is it was it's nice to like not I'm I'm such a procrastinator. I don't know if you Hi. are. Okay. Hello. Um Welcome. I, I snacks love, in the back. Right, right. <laughs> I know, right? I love um knowing when a show is and then packing up at five o'clock in the morning for <laughs> a six fifteen flight, which I've done. She, I did that going to New York, uh doing stuff last minute. So yeah, yeah. I I don't miss that. And every time I it happens, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna get better this this time. I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. My problem is I'll do the thing where I'll just pick up things and throw them into the bag that I want to take with me for the whatever trip it is, but not actually pack. So I just throw stuff in there. And then when I finally do it, <laughs> like the day before or whatever, it's like, well, I can't take this. It's stupid. Where am I going? What's the weather like? <laughs> Let me go look at my list again. And then. <laughs> It's a whole freaking ordeal. And then I'm trying to use the teeniest fucking suitcase I have because I don't want to check nothing. So it's like, it's a fucking shit show every time you would think I would learn. I don't. No, I don't no, know. we don't learn. We Never. don't learn. I don't Never. know what that, I don't know what that is. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, same. I've, I've given that up. I have one, it's funny, I have one, I, I got new luggage, but I only got one piece. And I was like, I'm going to wait. Maybe they'll go on sale. Now they don't sell it anymore. Of so course. I've been, walking around this gigantic piece of luck like for new york i brought it is so big it's great but it's heavy and i love to overpack i overpack just in case i'll bring a heat i'm always cold so i'll bring a heated blanket with me (laughs) i do i bring a heated not this one that's on my lap currently i have another one right behind the couch that i bring (laughs) um i bring my hand warmers if i could i will bring a heater i was looking at the residency i was like can i bring a heater can i bring a space (laughs) heater um it's all about heat it's all about being comfortable so that's right uh, I wish I could check in stuff but yeah because I just don't want to because I mean case in point my mom just went to Barbados she she got in yesterday and she was like yeah they left my bag in New York I was like how they fucking do that how you she's like thankfully I had stuff in my carry-on which is why when I do check stuff because the way my paranoia set up I'm putting some drawers some kind yeah, of face you always wash, have to. Yes, you yes. know, a, a bathing suit if I'm going to somewhere warm into my bag because one monkey ain't stopping this fucking no. shit. No, <laughs> <laughs> I know. And it's funny. We forgot that carry-ons are for clothes, but yes. we don't, we don't. I'll be putting snacks that. and fucking books and shit, but I'm like, there's still some drawers in there. Right. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't, I didn't do that the last time. I, I think because I was like, oh, it's, it's Chicago to, to New York, you know, my, I was, I checked in like 30 minutes before the flight i keep on doing that too not me um, baby not me will not allow i'll be there for two hours no matter where well, I'm going. well now i announced since the LaGuardia is a real airport for the first time in life <laughs> i i have to because there's no more sky cap that's right um it is gigantic it's a full city block to walk from your the the check-in to the gate mm-hmm. whereas before you just go past a little piddly metal detector and then your gate's right there for southwest uh-huh. at least 
So uh-huh. I, I learned, yeah. I mean, if the them if days that, is over, I learned that the hard way when I went to the wrong fucking airport. I knew I was doing it too. I pulled up. I was like, yeah, bitch, I'm early. <laughs> usual. Rolled over to check my shit in. And mama was like, you're supposed to be at JFK. And I was like, fuck. And that me being paranoid worked out for me because it gave me enough time to get to the right fucking airport. And then, and then, and then I just made it. Check in, got to the gate sent all my shit through flight was delayed (laughs) (laughs) i was salty but my flight was the last flight out before a big storm rolled in and fucked everything up so i got lucky oh my goodness yeah yeah i yeah i just i need to not do anymore i'm i'm cheap so you know 50 dollar flight at five o'clock in the morning versus a hundred and fifty dollar flight at a real time where Not the sun my, is out mm-mm. i i because I, I said i was never i used to do that all the time when i lived in new york and i hated it because i would be up all night and then you know falling nodding all hard um, <laughs> on the on the plane and then getting to the destination and i just, yeah but no mm-hmm. i've learned i've learned i've learned southwest gods oh south i'm not doing yes. i'm not doing it again i'm okay. i am spoiled rotten i i signed up for clear so that i could avoid um, what you call it? It was like a free trial, and of course, uh, I have to turn it off. So I got booked for like one hundred forty nine dollars later on. But I, I surely gave the feds my ocular information yes. and like you know barometric or whatever the fuck that's just called, and I just rolled my ass through, and then still got stopped because I forgot to take my little um my Bluetooth speaker out of my purse, so I still got stopped. Yep. They were like, "What's this? We think it's a bomb." I was like, "It's not a bomb." Really, speaker, you fucking on. wanker! My Come flight on. is right there. The gate was right there. I was so close. I was doing so good, but I might, I might sign up for that shit again. To be honest, because it made yeah, like that, super, that are, you know pre 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 check is pre check. I'm about pre-check to get is, into that. You have to do it. You and especially now, some places, uh, Hartsfield Airport in Atlanta, they didn't they didn't start. Like, um, I would, it's useless because they were like, oh, we don't start until like eight o'clock. And my, of course, my flight was a six. Of course. Like, this is bootleg. So I was scared about that for LaGuardia, but they had it open and they're brand new. Yeah, I need that. I need that. It's and amazing. Because it's not just me. Like, if I'm traveling with my husband, he don't want to do it. I have to force him because what you're not going to do is have me be prepared and you not. <laughs> it's totally, a mess. Yep. Yep. Like no, I got to force him to do stuff. Cause I'm like, even before, like, I remember the, the paranoia of Trump becoming president. I was like, you need to get your passport renewed because we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And sure enough, I, I mean, we ain't have to run, but like, but still you want to be ready. Prepared. And of course he's not. So I, I got to bring it back up. Cause what'll happen is we'll go somewhere. <laughs> then it's going to be hurry up and rush to get all the stuff. Right. Because yeah. as it is, I know I'm getting pulled every time because of that picture in my passport. I look like I'm going to go start a revolution. The Ooh. fro is extra big. The lips are extra red. The face is extra angry looking because I'm not smiling. And I'm going to get pulled off every time <laughs> I fly. I've accepted it. It's always been happening. Before oh, I got no. married, they'd come get me and they'd pull me off for like special checking. It was ridiculous. Oh, no. Oh, wow. You, wow. Every time. And it's not like I had like, you know, I understood it like my friend. Natasha, she's Muslim. She has a, you know, her last name's Muhammad. So they would come get her all the time. But for me, it was like I had a Nigerian um, maiden name. And then after that, I got this like really white sounding um, married name. And nope, they'd still pull my ass right off and check me every time. 
molesting my head yeah yeah karate chopping my choach it was ridiculous oh, it, was, it was straight up nonsense that's horrible but as that's usual horrible. we've gone off book no no <laughs> that's what we do here i know airport airport talk um i know but it's that'll important. get you off travel book, travel you. travel travel talk will get you off book <laughs> so for my third question what does like what do you hope to achieve what does the final form of your career oh Okay, so I've been told by several uh, psychics or mediums that I'm going to be a multimillionaire. I like it. I am waiting for it. Don't forget the little people. Uh, who, who, <laughs> who, who, I have a call. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> a cool Max. Ooh, I don't know that bitch. Maxine. Mm. Tell her to stop calling my phone. I know, right? Mm, delete, delete, delete. Um, Unsubscribe. Right? Unsubscribe. Right? Uh, Oh, wait, can I tell, tell a really funny side story before sure. I do that about people not knowing? Um, me and my sister were in the car and we saw our godparents pull up. We, they used to live right around the corner in this beautiful mid-century um, house that has nothing to do with the story. But the house is beautiful. And Pill Hill, which is beautiful mid-century houses, like upper, upper crust Black people. Okay. Anyway, I just thought, because I really love that house. Um, but they pulled up next to us and I start honking. And I was like, oh, Honey Bond, Uncle Leland. Eh, 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 eh. And my her husband, Uncle Leland, who was our godfather, who was in the passenger seat, they were they were to my left. He gets a piece of paper and he puts it up on the side window and like he doesn't see us. <laughs> they didn't even turn. They didn't even turn. Oh my God. And my sister and I would we were dying laughing like do that and then we saw them like a few days later we were like we were honking and trying to get your attention and they were like we don't remember that oh my god he's like stop talking to his brokies right right like that was like that was the weirdest but funniest he put a sheet of paper (laughs) up on the like to block his view it was hilarious like i don't know you poor not at all right not at all not at all but um so you that's know. your future is what you're saying i know pretty much <laughs> yes yes i'm gonna have a blind or a shade because i'll be a multi-millionaire <laughs> I, 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 i'm 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 accepting i've been accepting that but i don't know like uh there have been some opportunities that come up and i've really been trying to make them work that's why i was i was in rhode island for this big thing and i i put the people like i it didn't come out the way i wanted it to um, after a lot of money was spent mm. and a lot of time, a lot of my money. Mm. Um, so I have put that thing on ice. For, I still need to reply to that. So I, I back at the drawing board, like, oh, how is, where is this going to come? Because I'll, I'll accept it, but it's also um, making sure that if, if it, ha- obviously, I think it would have to do with my brand and what I make. Um, what, how do I keep the integrity of the brand? How do I, you know, like, is it a deal with like Target? And I'm looking at all these things. I mean, like, I was, I mean, I was, uh, I was uh, wonderful with uh, DJ Spinner last of night, course. this morning at 5.30 till 5.30, um, 4.30 my time. Um, and I was, I went on Target and went to the Christopher John Rogers. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I bought, uh, his stuff was already sold out. Of course. And I'm thinking, and and I don't know if you've seen the Halston documentary. Who I haven't watched made, it yet, but I have it in uh, queue. I mean, or I'm sorry, miniseries. My friend Jerry did the the costumes. Oh, fabulous! Um, yeah. Um. Uh. But seeing how he, they didn't go into that much depth as like the documentary or how would we know of his life, but how he kind of paved the way, mm-hmm. licensed himself for, licensing. Out mm-hmm. for everything, and then he got he 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 got dropped. 
you know, like Bergdorf's dropped him. Wow. Um, and, and nobody, they didn't want somebody so high up to be and with the others. To and be now, like involved with the regulars being, having access to it. Right. And now mm. there's, who doesn't do that? You know, right. it's Everybody accepted. It. Yeah. It's so crazy how, how. It was like something to be looked down upon. Now right. everybody's It's the thing. It. It's the thing. So I, I look at that. I'm like, is this a cautionary tale? You know, how do you leverage it? Obviously it's, and it's hard. Like I was trying to talk to this particular brand network um, that, you know, you need, but also I'm not telling you all this advice for free when you, I'm sure you can, Correct. You're, paying, you're paying somebody $50,000 to do the same thing. Correct. Um, but like, you need to have something like, a. it's okay to have for me to have like a quote unquote less expensive brand or just exclusive stuff. So anyway, all that to say, um, I, I I'm accepting the, the being a multimillionaire. I just don't know where it's going to come from. Um, I want to work in larger scale. Mm. Um, I keep on saying I'm going to do wall art or wall Ooh. like sculptures. I just, I don't have a time. Right. Um, I, right now I'm in a home studio. I don't have room to make right. what I want to make. I don't have enough workspace. Um, and that, that I, I brought work with me everywhere I go. I bring my wax stuff with me. Um, which is so heavy, but I bring it. I didn't even do any work when I was in New York. I was so tired going up. I was cat sitting uh, mm. a little bit. So I was, <laughs> I was on the fifth floor of a walk up. Oh, that'll do so it. Plans got canceled, man. So it's many like, plans no, I'm not got coming canceled. Back down. No, <laughs> no. I was like, I looked at my Fitbit. I was like, I did 18 flights today. And no, I'm not getting, on the, not getting on the subway. Not doing it. I'm not. No oh, stairs. I no haven't stairs. been on a train in a <laughs> year and that's the way it's going to stay. I am. <laughs> I am the Uber Lyft girl now. Oh my goodness. Do not give a shit because I'm not getting, listen, people are wilding just in general. Like I'm not getting on the train for the for real wilding. I'm not. (laughs) It wasn't, it wasn't, I will say it wasn't so bad. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was. It'll never be clear enough for me. No, well, no, 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 but you know, I have to, I have to watch my little New York budget, which is just involves opening up your wallet and having <laughs> take true. all the money when you, when you get out of LaGuardia, just take all the money <laughs> from the very um, beginning you gave, right. like, give us your money, please. Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I want to make larger things. I started, uh, I made it before I left, before I, um, did my little birthday trip. I um I made a bigger like a bigger container. Um, I want to do more collabs with other makers. Um, yeah, I've really seen fun. some of the collabs you've made you've done in the past, which were very fun. Yeah, cool. yeah, they're fun. So um, I love to work with other people. It's just really finding that time because it's it's I'm I'm still fulfilling orders. You know, um, I have a friend. I have a small, tiny, tiny team. Somebody does like my assembly for me, which is really great. But um, I'm still putting, I'm still making everything. Um, I'm still sending my things out to my gold plater. I'm still going to the post office, packing the orders, doing all the, now I have a wholesale website, which is nice. So that's made a little bit, like a tiny bit easier to navigate things. But um, I think once, once I get a bigger space I think it'll things will kind of fall into place like I'll have room for somebody else to come in and help me and then I'll be able to focus because right now I'm just I'm kind of all over the place but yeah I'm trying to I don't know do bigger I I went to a few I went to the Bisa Butler show again which is amazing Mm. um and uh went to a few other galleries and uh I just I just looked I was like I need to be doing this I want to and not even for money's sake I mean, we saw the price list. Um, 
there were some things that were seventy, eighty thousand dollars, um, right? Gigantic pieces. But to know that somebody ate, I think we all we always limit ourselves. Like, oh, nobody's gonna pay this much for mm-hmm. for my time and for my work. And not to exclude your original people, though, I'm I'm always going to have my jewelry at a certain, you know, price point or level. like it's never going to be four hundred thousand dollars because I don't want that. I don't want that. Cu- like, I don't want that customer, if, if that makes any sense. No, no, I mean, um, it makes sense. Like, they're good. They, they got they got kind of customers come with their certain level of annoyance. They do. Exactly. Exactly. So they, they're good. Um, They don't need me. Uh, But um, I'll still have that, you know like a bridge uh, price point customer, but I want to make some really cool art. I mean, I love, I have art everywhere. I love it. And there's so many things that I want to do. And I think of like portals and like the afterlife and spirit world. And Mm -hmm. how do I translate that into metal? And like, I'm thinking about like like weird ladders that go to nowhere, but maybe Mm -hmm. somewhere. So uh, I just got to, I got to find a time. I was looking at a residency and I was like, how cold is it going to be? <laughs> I was really debating. Do I need on, to but, bring multiple uh, right, blankets? <laughs> right. So that's, that would be really great if I could focus more on um, one of a kind, like uh, art pieces, because I feel like a lot of people don't think of jewelers as artists per se, it's true. but just as like Which workers. Is not, that's to our detriment, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, but nobody, nobody thinks that. Um, so yeah, I was looking at the, the residency. There was they weren't paying you, which I don't know how I could be away for four weeks, but it's free and you get free meals. But then it's in the middle of nowhere in nah. California, nah. which would be a man. But it's I know there's no Wi-Fi, but I, oh my goodness, I'm like all the work I would actually be able to do because I would be scrolling on Instagram all day, <laughs> TikTok and TikTok. So um, yeah, that's that's. The, the end the end goal I mean I love the jewelry I don't know I keep on saying like get it now because it won't be but no. I don't I know I know I don't see it I don't see it happening for a while I mean my major my main factory who does my castings he's he's my age so thankfully most of the other places are not um and that worries me mm. um like uh, the thin bangles their machine like I didn't make thankful I'm trying also trying to make things smarter mm. which i have not done in the past like i have a whole chain line like bracelets and um like necklaces that are just chain mm-hmm. that i don't make but with cool closures that i do make mm. um so it still has an element of you know my work but i'm not spending 50 hours making it or 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 charging the like if i cast the pieces that much so you know, I, I, I have, I have so many ideas. I just, it's the time. It's the time in the hands. I don't have enough hands. That's it. Yeah. That's, that's the other catch too. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm certain it'll be amazing. Whatever you decide to do, as long as I can get all the bracelets and all the necklaces <laughs> and all the earrings, I be like, I don't want to hear about it. Is it a what? I want, I want these. <laughs> Where yeah, are no. they? I'd like them. I know, I know. It's it's coming. I'm excited. Like the thin the thin bangles are oh, like I'm I'm, I'm really trying to work smarter. Like there's so many cool family owned factories in Rhode Island, and mm. it's just cool to talk to like the founders or the grandchildren of the founders That's and dope. just be able to sit with them. So they have these bracelets that they've been making since the 40s. They're just mm. tool tool bracelets, but I etch each one by hand. Mm. So every with the that's the difference between the bangles that I have now. They're all they're cast, but they're only like two different patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, so these are all. I mean, it's still a process, but it's 
gonna still it's gonna be affordable. I'm I, still I still yeah, I have still haven't priced it, but it's not it's not gonna be crazy. Um I'm so you'll be able to get like so many, you know, so many I'm, I'm gonna be that auntie who has an arm like this dude. <laughs> like, I know you'll they're hear so, me before you fun. see me. I know I they're, they're so fun and it was it's a it's kind of a fun process to etch all of them at once. It was a lot like I etched like a, maybe a hundred at the same time. So no. um yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of stuff coming coming up. I just gotta figure and I gotta photograph and you know, photograph and then mm-hmm. I edit and then mm-hmm. you know put that on and I did a photo shoot while I was in New York randomly because my favorite model's there. Oh fabulous. And, and she said, yeah. So it's there's a lot, there's a lot coming up. So if you need models for like yes. looking hands, oh, I got you. My nails are almost that's, always done. That, that's how you sell it. <laughs> Some real I, hands that have scars on them. I cannot. Oh, your girl. I, uh, I'll, <laughs> I'll keep you in my little stab, little stab marks. I'll keep you in my <laughs> scars on them. Um, yeah, I'll keep. That looks like she's done work. I can, <laughs> Uh, uh, I'll keep you on my magazine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So our fourth question is, what advice would you give to someone who is interested in your work? Oh, man. Um, like like wanting to purchase it or wanting to make it? Wanting or... to make it, wanting to like break into making jewelry, um, like making their full-time business. Oh, man. It looks, firstly, it's not as easy because I feel like um, people think that, like I just because of the murder of George Floyd last year, I got twice as many followers mm-hmm. and like, that's right. Cause they kept putting everybody on those lists and all me and my friends were like, what is going on? So people think that like this happened overnight, like the 19, almost 20,000 followers happened. It didn't, I was dying trying to get 10,000, you know, mm-hmm. it was like by the, by the end of the year, I'm going to have 10,000 <laughs> and boom, you know, it took a week and change. Right. So, um, it's hard because you look at other people's work and you see them making so much stuff and, or people doing it just, you know, nobody really shows their fail. I show my failures, but uh, not everybody else does. So, you know, the money, you have to know the money comes when you need it. Um, uh, and just, just work on finding your own voice. Cause a lot of people will come up to me and say, Oh, uh, if you need me help, I can help you. I mean, I can help you. I'm like, oh, cool. I do need an assistant. I want to make exactly what you make. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Ooh. No. As I, and now you, and I don't want to get out. Right. I don't, want you in my, I don't want you in my studio. And I've worked for so many people. I've not been that person, but the person after me has been that person to take. When they boost their whole shit. Everything. Everything. That's wild. Their, their clients, their contacts, wow. the, the styles, their suppliers. And my whole everything. thing is, is are you are you here to be a mimic or are you here to be a creator? Like which some one is don't, it? Some people don't care. Some wow. people uh, yeah, yeah, they don't care. They they see that and then they fast track. Um, so you know, it takes some time to find your style and your voice. I was fortunate that I I really like uh, metal reticulation like the techniques that I use etching and reticulation really work for me um mm-hmm. a lot of and a lot of people do the same thing but just obviously differently so they're they're find that style um the beauty with jewelry and I love jewelry so much the beauty with jewelry is that you can do one thing and as long as you do it and not even really well but like do it okay um you can run with that and by that I mean hey I know how to make friendship bracelets out of sterling silver you can make friendship 
pressure braces out of sterling silver for the rest of your life and not have to make an earring, a toe ring, a neck. Like you, you can do that. Um, I, I think that, uh, especially with social media, um, you can kind of make it your own. We don't have, there's, there aren't that, there's still gatekeepers, but there aren't that, we can bypass that. And right. I love, I people love, can find you directly. Right, right, exactly. You don't have to try to, um, bend over backwards for these stores or these mm-hmm. networks. Because that's the funny um, thing. It never even occurs to me to buy stuff from those those places now. No. It's very rare that I do it, I find. Yeah. Like before it was like, it wasn't shit. I'd pull up at Old Navy and buy all the plastic hoops and, <laughs> and the fake Retson looking shit and just run a fucking muck and all that fake, you know, yep. um, tortoise shell looking yeah, shit yeah. and just be out here living my best life with my plastic ball bracelets and necklaces and shit. And you couldn't tell me nothing. Now it's like, well, who can I go to that does better shit? Like Etsy is great for that. It's yes. like, I, I find so much like original looking shit on there. Yeah. Yeah. Like for a lot of shit, like a lot of creative design, you yeah. can just go to Instagram. Cause I'm apparently what I found during the uh, quarantine is I'm highly susceptible to fucking Instagram ads. I've bought shit off of Instagram <laughs> and now Instagram has integrated shopping into the app. It's very easy for you to just be like, well, you know, $30 for three bracelets. That's not bad. I'm it just, no, and it's no. over. Yeah. It's so easy. It is. So it is. They make it. They hair make it. things. Edge gel that doesn't <laughs> fucking work. You know what I bought recently? That Sunday to Sunday stuff that you see on there all the time for like natural, for curly girls to oh. like spray your shit or like whatever. <laughs> it's, it's choice though for braids though. For like uh, any kind of protective style, it's lit. But I couldn't mm-hmm. use it on my hair right now because it's straight. But like, nah, very susceptible. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not cheap. No, no, that's the thing. People make those those quick purchases. It's really, it it's works. kind of amazing. It, it is amazing. I'm and very I, susceptible. Sneakers. I've got oh. it. <laughs> I mean, I, I think that I feel like when when people are starting out, they don't give a, they don't give themselves enough credit. And I'm I'm I see myself kind of gassing people up, like you know you can do it. You don't have to if you don't want to make you know hoops. You don't have to if you don't want to make this and that. You don't have to make what you like. You're gonna find that customer, and then they're gonna tell more people, especially yeah. through social media. Like that's that's the thing. I've like, done that with you. I was like, oh, stuff is great. I've had Soros buy stuff from you because of it. Because you know, thank you, thank welcome. you. But like I'm like, this stuff is gorgeous. Look at look at my earrings. Like sweat my life. Like, yes, yes, yes. It. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I, I wish people would um uh utilize the power of that social, you know, of social internet and and uh, social internet, social media, <laughs> and and uh just in a weird way, like social networking a little bit more because mm-hmm. they don't. There are people like, what if somebody steals my stuff? I'm like, you should have a thousand other designs in your head. Like don't. Right. You- like don't, don't lean on that one thing because somebody will steal that shit. You need to be prepared with the new thing. Right, right. You should already be ten steps ahead. So you know, it's it's a it is about working hard, and I, I it, it things do look like they they do look like they come easy. And I see other people who you know, how do you get in the magazine? I'm like, I I don't know a lot of people. I have friends who happen to have turned into stylists, so that works out like Sharifa. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but the, and really great people who I know um Quentin is another and I'm I'm a sharer so 
if he says I need more jewelry, I'm going to introduce him to my friends who want right. to be on, you know, they want their stuff on people. Um, yeah, cause yeah. that's, that's the way, but don't think that brings sales. It just brings really great photos. Yeah. Um, and it also <laughs> is more things for you to add to your portfolio and your press. Yeah. Package, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it gets yeah. people, it, you know, it gets the people aroused. It does. <laughs> it does. It does. It's true. It really does. So there, there's so many things. I mean, keep on taking classes. I'm going to, I'm teaching and I'm going to take a stone setting. Oh, I love that. Cause I'm not, I'm not disciplined enough to, <laughs> um, sit and like watch a YouTube or take like a, a one day class. I've done it. I did not like it. So I'm going for a week intensive at a place that I already took an intensive class before. Nice. Um, but keep taking classes and uh, you'll, you'll hit that, str- you know, that stride where you're like, Oh, I really like doing this. Like, right. okay, this one thing I'm really good at. And you'll see the progression. Um, there was some jewelers who, who showed what they made like five or six years ago versus what they make now. And it's nice. I, I love an evolution of, of design or technique. So I like to do that myself and, and, you know, hope that what I make 10 years from now, I'll still have obviously my capsule pieces that do really well, but I want to, I want to make other fun stuff. I would love to do what um the ceramicist Lolly Lolly does. Mm. I don't know if you're familiar with her stuff. She, mm. um she's a ceramicist and she did a hundred cups in a hundred days oh wow so she made a cup a day and or mug a day and um she has an agent though but she's incredible she i don't i don't know how many followers she had before the george floyd thing but after she has over she has an agency um and, and she got picked up by west elm oh wow and so west elm was selling i have two of her mugs all my friends have her mugs. I can't imagine. And she makes them all by hand. They aren't wow. like slip cast or anything. Oh, so wow. you start a meditation, meditational, because sometimes it is, it's like this just rhythm that you're going into and you're kind of just making things. Um, and also you don't have to make stuff for money. There's just so many things. That's the um, thing too. I feel like a lot of people feel pressured into making the thing that is their hobby something that they can make money off of and you don't have to monetize everything you, no, just you don't, don't have to monetize you can just do everything. it for the love of the thing if no, people want to yeah. buy it from you you could just make it i feel i feel like that makes it all the more exclusive you know what i mean people yeah. like clamor for it because you're not really trying to get money off of it you just yeah. enjoying it like i love the pottery and stuff that um what's his face makes he don't gotta do none of that shit but like um, Seth Rogen's pottery is fun and oh, pretty yeah. and like very, you know, you could tell he's just like, I know how to do this and this is what I do. Yeah. I'm making plant pots now, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah. mean, he's fucking Seth Rogen. He don't got to do none of that he shit. He doesn't have to at all. You know what I mean? He don't no. got to monetize it. Of course, cats want him to. And I'm certainly sold some of it. And now it's like, ah, I sell weed now too. So here's a thing that you can smoke my weed out of or whatever, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it, I feel like when you don't have that pressure and you're just making it to make, um, it, it just goes, it just goes a lot, just a lot easier. It doesn't you're feel just like not, work. No. It doesn't feel like work. Like no. this, even this thing, like at some point, maybe I'll consider monetizing it. I don't particularly want to because mm-hmm. right now it's a therapeutic thing for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't really, you know, I get to talk shit with my favorite people. I get to right. talk shit about stuff that I'm annoyed by or, <laughs> I cuss at the top of my lungs into a microphone instead of in my living room you know right what I mean? so mm-hmm. it's like it's not like once it starts feeling like work i'll probably stop doing it you know uh-huh. mm-hmm. 
and enjoy the episodes, kids, because it might not last forever. <laughs> oh no, don't say that. We need your tour. We need you to um we need God, you to open no. we need you to open with the uh, for Bodega, Bodega Boys. Oh Bodega. god, can you fucking imagine? Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Brought to you by hey. Red Bull and uh Cash App. Talks about cash app, okay. BX all day. Uh-uh. Oh my, oh my god, um, they're out of control. But like, yeah, like once it becomes a thing where it feels like work, then it's like I don't want to do that shit no more. Right. But right. right now, I'm still having fun. It's just me talking to my friends and we talking shit, and you know, it's not, it's no pressure. You know, that's the key. Mm-hmm. Like, it's mm-hmm. no pressure. It's just me. Whatever. I don't have to do no extra shit. Like I literally just set all this bullshit up in my house, and that, <laughs> and that was it. I was like, cool. I got a computer. I bought a microphone uh what else <laughs> that, was that was it but there are people who are hard body trying to get paid off this shit they I'm, really are I'm not they really yet. are if yeah I, if ever i don't know if i'm gonna be there like let me not be like well i'm taking a stance and at no point will there be money exchange that's fucking bullshit if this is gonna be with some shit that i don't mind i'll be like all right <laughs> you can send the check <laughs> like sure for that for that athlete's foot powder i'm sure we'll advertise are your balls that, musty right that well, here's the anti-ball must powder that right. you should have like come right. on jockage cream right i'm not gonna be like special <laughs> do you do your underwear aerate your balls properly like i'm not gonna be that guy to pretend that i wouldn't uh take money i will I will take money. but it i want it to still be fun and it, not yeah. nonsense because all money ain't good money no very true there it's very true and that's something to tell people like you yeah you, and you don't have to say yes to everything you don't have to do 85 different shows you don't have to exactly. do um you know everything that somebody asks because it might be a good opportunity you, and sometimes it's just not it's, it's not, not. Your, your time is about that is the most like your time is so valuable time you, costs. Can, you cannot get it back and you realize that if you can't do more than one thing, like when I travel, I I'm trying to be better about it though. Like even going to, like, I was thinking, Oh, I could do a pop-up. Like, no, it's COVID and you're not doing, you're not doing pop-ups <laughs> and Even anymore. the places that you used to be able to do pop-ups are gone. Like my be- yeah. our beloved fucking um, Casablanca is no more. Oh no. They went down first. Be like that, like that first, the first month or two of quarantine, they were out, like ripped down everything, took the sign down. It's nothing there now. Wow. I don't wow. know what that's going to be. Even like little spots that I thought would have made it. Like every time I go to a different part of the city and I, or even a, a block that I ain't been on in a while, it's completely redone. It is completely redone. Yeah. I was shocked because I was staying in Olita and I was like, oh, let me go here. Oh, let me go here. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. It's boarded up, gone, right. graffiti yep. on it. You're like, shit right yeah wow. yeah, yeah. Oh, that's too like bad. the city was always constantly changing but after this it's gonna be very unfamiliar right right oh yeah. man yeah, yeah yeah i'm not gonna get over casablanca anytime soon though oh <laughs> that was a, I, that was yeah that was that was my only time there doing a pop-up no nobody's familiar it was a, a really cool bar yeah. um and my friend sharufa she that's loves right. to do, she's so good with pop-up she did a pop-up she's right. like and on my way there, she's like, uh, so just so you know, um, we're sharing this with a, a day party. And I was like, That's what? Right. 
It's like, wait, what? So I was like, people drinking all up on my stuff? And she's like, yeah. I'll so be drunk like, and ready to purchase, though. I know. It was so weird, but it That's got... What happened. It got... <laughs> it got so... I, I think my friends were with me. They were like, uh, like one one minute, it was like 20 people, and another minute, it was like 100. Mm-hmm. And people were buying. Drunk guys were like, what could I get? Give me a chain. And I was like, I ain't got <laughs> no chains. I you better, literally you better went to like, give me your card. I'm shopping. Oh, yeah. You got that dress. <laughs> yep. That dress. Yep. And to this uh, day, whenever I post that picture of me in that dress, bitches are like, where? It's so cute. Ooh, I love, I love her stuff. stuff. Uh, so I, have, I, I have a dress too. It doesn't fit, but I bought it. Oh, no. It. I, bought, I don't even uh, know if that dress can fit me now. I bought a skirt from her. I, don't, uh, I know that skirt don't fit. <laughs> I know that skirt don't fit. Uh, I bought it. I was like, ooh, Sharufa girl. Mm, zipper open. I mean, I might mm-hmm. be able to wear it with a jacket over knee. Over Correct. Over knee, the longest of shirts. Uh-huh. And jackets. Because mm-hmm. baby, that thing don't close. I can get it up. <laughs> Or maybe pull it on over my head, but <laughs> but otherwise, yes. no, ma'am. No. Yes, yes, this, yeah. So canceled. <laughs> mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that was a fun. That was a fun day. I wasn't expecting to do that. Like I did really well for for for. I think people were just surprised. Like, oh, I came to drink, but there's vendors here. There's like, vendors? There's, yes, please. I'm drunk. Let's buy stuff. <laughs> right, right. So, but yeah, it got crazy. Like the the table was. I was like, all right, let's pack up. Let's pack up. This is this is getting too wild. That was only like five o'clock, but yeah, yeah. and people came there for for damage value to get their drink on. They surely did. Oh my yeah. goodness, yeah, no. And I was, was I remember trying on dresses in the bathroom and shit. <laughs> it, it was that was that was something. Yeah, that was no, a fun she, day. I was like, yeah. oh bracelets, I want the bracelets, honey. Get me the bracelets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was fun. So yeah, that 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 was a rare. East Coast moment of like me making money that was <laughs> that was rare. Um, so yeah, there's so there's there's so much advice. It's just it, it's it's it just I feel like telling people just focus on what what you focus on what you want to make and and just really be good at it. Make quality work and people will come and people it's will true. like it. And post, you know, if you if you make it, you can keep it fun. But if you want to make it a business, you have to post even though i'm not posting on the regular i'm about to post some palestine stuff and i want mm-hmm. i'm, I'm, I'm gonna be like girl what right right <laughs> sure um, on my on my uh, podcast handle and i was like you know i don't care but like, like the numbers had started dropping on some of my podcasts and it was like me being like a radical and shit and i was like is that it but then i realized my my podcast hasn't been going to apple the way it's supposed to oh okay shit that's going on at apple where my shit is not getting loaded up and i was like why the numbers is like in half and it was like that's why because the lion's share of my listeners come from apple podcast from apple and like i was like this is not a normal number and this is a great <laughs> episode what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> now i know yeah. why yeah 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 so you know just 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 keep it just post regularly if you can on instagram or whatever social media you want to and mm-hmm. You know, people and people will, will be loyal. Like you make they good will. stuff, people will keep coming back. Yeah. They tell their friends, and their friends will tell their friends. Like, like case in point, like when you had done that sale where you had you'd sold like some of your really early um, pieces, and I bought one, and I had like some earrings that matched the necklace. I put both of those on. I frolicked on the beach, and everybody was like, "Oh my god, those earrings are to die for." And I was like, "Yes, this is like early." Lingua Nigra. <laughs> oh yeah. goodness you know the necklace is it's lingua nigra as well it's isn't it lovely <laughs> you can't get it i got the last ones 
That sale was crazy. <laughs> that sale was crazy. Was yeah, I was so freaking cute. Every time I put on, every time I put them pieces on, Cass is asking questions. Like oh. the beautiful gold hoops, like the brass with the joints. Mm-hmm. Every time I put them on, they're like, where you get them from? I'm like, that's a link right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy to hear that. <laughs> but that's it. Like you make good stuff. People will find their way to you. They like, will. You know, like, it's not no junk. So, like, folks are going to be like, yo, we got that. Mm-hmm. No, it's yeah. true. It's true. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a, it's, think of it as a long game and not, you know, something fast, fast, fast. Yeah. And, it's not like most creators have to do like the long, the long con in terms of their work. And I feel like people want that instant gratification and you're not in the right industry for that then. Like, it's mm-hmm. not going to be instant. For no. a lot of people, cats don't no. blow up till they 60 and shit. So like, if that's okay with you, then, you know, be prepared for that. So to get back on track again, um, <laughs> my fifth question, um, what was the worst job you've ever had? I've had a few. <laughs> um, let me think, let me think. There are a few. Um, one job, which was funny. I'm thinking because some I put somebody posted like, what was the shortest? Did you ever go to a job and not come back the next day? Mm. I was like, I've never done that. And I was like, wait, I have. Um, <laughs> I was in college when, at FIT and uh, this was 20, 20 years ago. So um, me and my roommate decided to stay in New York for the summer, the summer of 2001. It was the best summer of my mm-hmm. life. I will that say that. was lit. It was, it was, happened and it was oh rap. my, ah. uh, right? A wrap. That okay, was a bomb we, ass summer. You did not was, lie. It was such an amazing best concert, concerts, best. Oh my god! Best, oh, everything. everything. Like and it was we, nothing to get into something. That it summer. was. Uh, oh my god! Yep. And I, I, we, we didn't know how to like. We didn't plan. We were just like, we'll stay here. We'll find a place. We'll we'll sublet and do 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 do. Wasn't that easy? But we ended up staying in Bushwick or East Williamsburg, as they called it. Somebody actually just mm-hmm. wrote an article about the loss on McKibben. And we sub we sublet this room from a brother and a brother and sister. Um, the sister stayed there. I feel like we paid their rent because we paid eight hundred dollars. We paid eight hundred dollars for the room. You and did. I was like, how am I gonna come up with four hundred something dollars a month? I mean, a month because that was a lot back then. It's for twenty one. Got a job at the bottom line. Rest in peace. It's now like an uh, NYU classroom on uh, uh on West Third. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like a ticket taker well anyway all that to say I, w- I was trying to get a whole bunch of other jobs I worked for this woman she posted that she wanted me to help her sew these dolls and and she lived on the upper east side go to her house o- doors open to her condo and all you smell is cat pee Mm-mm. go go walk in I must have blocked this out because I was t- I was like I forgot how bad that was mm-hmm. um go in she has like 15 cats no and she asked me, she interviewed me on the phone. She's like, you're not allergic to cats. I was like, no. Uh, yeah, there was cat hair everywhere. Oh, my God. She shows me the dolls. The dolls are like Cabbage Patch. Mind you, it's 2001. She has Cabbage Patch. They're Cabbage Patch dolls. They're oh Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh Nobody God. wants these things. You're and they smell like cat late. piss and they're covered in cat fur, bitch. I don't want that. So I spent the entire day, like, cleaning because she didn't prepare a space for me to oh help her. God. So I'm cleaning and cats are hissing at me. She had this beautiful, I remember her, she had this beautiful silk dress that I wanted. It was like a knit, it was a knit dress. It was covered in cat hair. I was like, oh, can I have this? And she looked at me like I have the gall, like lady, I'm cleaning your house. This was not part of the plan. Can I have this? And she's like, yeah, I guess so. All right, I'll see you. I'll see you tomorrow. I woke up. I had a, I never had a sinus infection before because I never had cats. Yeah. I never had pets. Um, my roommate had a cat 
back back we're both from Chicago um back home but you know so I was like I'm not going back I was like I'm, I made it I was like I'm I'm not going back. I'm not doing it. And I'm not that person. I'm not flaky. I'm a, I have a really good work ethic. But mm-hmm. And she called and she was like, I thought she said she wasn't allergic to pets. And my friend was like, one, one or two cats is different bitch. from 15. Oh my God. And, and I, I love was, the kitties, but honey, no. You no. got to keep a clean house. If you're going to have 4,000 kitties, right. you, you might as well have she a was, foster was, thing going because, mm-mm. Right, right, right. She was that so that was one and then another one I was freelancing I was the oldest I'd be like 32 I was the oldest by a mile mm. um it was freezing number number two things I don't like when I say freezing people have on coats I had on coats I had I, I'm I was such a freelancer I would always have a space heater because and 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 most places I would freelance I would freelance for I would permalance for like a year so mm. I would always have something but there I I, I thought I was gonna be like a get hired as like a senior or something but the the, the design director didn't like me her mm-hmm. assistant started telling me what to do mm-hmm. um and that she didn't have any background it was horrible that was horrible I was there attempt attempt there for like uh I think a month and then that last day they were like yeah they don't they don't you know they're not going forward because also they weren't paying me like the temp agency wasn't paying me. I was like, I'm not going back tomorrow if y'all don't have any money in my account. I know that's right. And you know, the, oh, you could just come in. I was like, okay, but it was such a weird. I think I was the only there was one other black person, but like on that entire floor. The mm. bonus was the day before I wasn't coming back. But they had a sample sale, an epic sample sale, it was like an entire floor of stuff. Mm. And so me and all the other freelancers from the other departments, and I knew a few, we like racked up. Nice. I should have, I should have gotten some more stuff and just hid some stuff in, like premium stuff we weren't supposed to touch, but they didn't tell us, but they found us. It, so that was one of the. I just didn't, I didn't like how that was being talked to, and I was like, I don't need this. And I deleted <laughs> the the little assistant from my Instagram, and she was there all the time. And I'm like, at this point, I was like, this is not in they're not looking after your well-being like who cares yeah yeah she was talking to me like like um I ended up doing it because she didn't do it yeah girl because I don't like the way you're talking to me yeah tell me how to do you're an assistant I mean get get together sis right so um yeah that was mm -mm, that was that was pretty that was pretty that was pretty crappy but um and that was a dream job too I always wanted to work at Kate Spade Mm. Um, but then I saw how they it's weird seeing how people who don't know anything about jewelry send stuff to the factories like they they don't read books and books of stuff you're talking to somebody who Korean is their first language and then they have to translate it into Mandarin you know like they're not they're not reading a book and like don't write and this is gold this needs to be this way and show a picture the picture should look draw it you know so they didn't want to hear that mm-hmm. i was like okay all right whatever I'm like, just you don't want to listen to what i'm talking about because god forbid my black ass know what the fuck i'm talking about yeah in the middle pretty of much hoes that don't know shit but all right pretty much y'all pretty got much. it <laughs> yeah that was that was pretty much it yep wow. yep so the funny thing is i worked at another place and the design director there ended up being the she moved on to like to be the design director i couldn't stand her um and she's still there mm. and she's like stuck in that job because she has no talent so whatever ah! she has minimal talent i should say ah! i think it's hilarious but um yeah yeah so those are those are two two big ones yeah but i mean for the most part every place has been 
you know, every I know it sound like political, like every place has had their hard hard times, but it's all been good. But usually I make such good friends with so the people, almost everybody. Like I've I've worked a lot. I've worked over twenty I've had over twenty jobs. Mm-hmm. Um and every almost with the exception of like Tel Aviv car service. Oh, which shit. I'm sure I could probably reach out to the two people I hung out with like right after. I'm still friends with I have at least one friend from every job. Not Tel Aviv car service. Tel Aviv car <laughs> dial seven. Tel Aviv, that's what yes. I, I worked. I worked there while I was in school for, for jewelry. In the pre-Uber and what you call it days where you either had like, you had the, the, the numbers to the spots that you wanted to Arecibo. Arecibo. Arecibo, Tel Aviv was Dominican, like the big one. All yeah. of that. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I worked yeah. at Tel Aviv while I was in college um, from like six, seven, six or 7 p.m. until like 1 p.m. I mean, 1 a.m. Um, yeah, so- Nice. Uh, yeah yeah but yeah most of the most of the most of the jobs i like make i like to you know it's social hour that's right I'm happy to begin to check so i make <laughs> people. um but yeah those two were like something else so piggybacking on this one what was the best job you've ever had what i'm doing now <laughs> i mean yeah I, a juicy was fun too but i think that's because it just let me be the in- introvert that i love being but being outside, but not talking to anybody and li- literally having headphones on and listening to that's kind you of, you know, nice. when nobody's get, coming to you to ask you shit, you just get to work and getting work done mm-hmm. and not, I don't need praise, but don't, don't bring me out in front of everybody. And then okay. five seconds later, say how good it is that that was, that it's really jewelry's oh wait yeah that, no i'm not gonna tell tell that story but yeah there jewelry's ja. <laughs> I, worked, I, I worked at a place that a lot of people know about but didn't understand if they if they didn't come to it um that had uh cats and bunnies in the office what? the office yeah it wasn't a vet because my friend's like i thought you worked at a vet i'm like do y'all listen to anything i say it's a jewelry it's a jewelry company like target they had their big their big things were target they had a whole bunch of licenses um but they had cats and bunnies and that's the other time that's the only other time i got really deathly ill with a sinus infection because i wasn't used to all that cat hair because it was dirty. all that dander yeah um and it was it's owned by two i don't know if it's owned by two sisters anymore i think they split um or ran to the, the one sister last year um but yeah they would argue with each other mm-hmm. and yell at each other and i didn't know i mean you would cry it was a lot of crying oh no honey. um it was bad um but they knew that everybody was in a bad place so they would oh, just like God yeah verbally abuse you but not, not like you're a dumb bitch you're da, da, da. they would talk to you in a way that would just make you cry later oh you know, god like, like i'm really disappointed in you oh I, fuck I, off i know you could do better da, 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 da. um i know you're the only breadwinner of the family oh so my god have... so they would go for the pressure points yeah i ain't got it I'd that, but I, oh, I know trust and that was the long that was the second longest job I that was that the longest job I yeah that was the longest job I had which was insane um so yeah that 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 place was just every day was just I would tell my friends like I hope they're they're filming this for like some Japanese comedy show (laughs) you know this an art thing because I feel like I'm being trolled because the owner would come around the corner with the gigantic bunny and if she didn't like (laughs) you she would start petting the bunny so the hair would go all oh over the place God. knowing that one of the one my co-worker and friend was allergic and then I would be cleaning her her the the bunny hair up from her desk before she came back uh-huh. um there was a favorite cat 
who I love. She was like this big. She was sick all the time. Oh, and God. She, you would just see her everywhere. And she would, at night, she would come on the, on the, on the desks and then you come back and there's cat hair. When I say oh. cat hair. And so my friend came to visit and I put, um, I was, you, you, <laughs> you would put garbage bags over your seat. Oh my God. And my friend was like, what are you doing? And I was like, putting the garbage bag up over my chair duh you understand right right (laughs) i was like doesn't everybody she's like doesn't everyone cover their things in garbage bags in the office and i was like oh my god this is horrible like you know i've been this is so because you put the garbage bag on and that particular cat would sit there but then you could take the garbage bag off and and there's no cat there's no cat hair right so but why would i you wouldn't do that anywhere else because it wouldn't be because it wouldn't be bunnies and cats <laughs> what kind of fucking shit show was this? It would be freezing. They would have the heated blanket with the the bunnies on it and oh a, the heaters focused. And we would on the bunnies and cats, and y'all freezing. would freeze. Ooh, this is a, on a, like a goddamn torture chamber to me. It it was it was it was inter- it was interesting. It was something else. I what a mess! Of course, yeah. you're gonna have to spill the tea on what place this was. <laughs> I'm not gonna force you to air them out on this. No, now they've they've gotten they've consolidated. They're still around, surprisingly. They're 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 still around, but um, they've changed a lot of. They've changed a little bit. I hope they've changed the bunnies and cats, fucking freaks. (laughs) That was that was something. That was. Oh my god! Yeah, like and I've worked in like with terrible people, but at least they weren't like tortured by pet dander. I tell you I was dying and they're like oh why don't you go to the doctor I was like I don't have health insurance this is my first month you know it takes three months to get health insurance unlike other places where you should be able to automatically get it because you're an employee most places are they doing it on the on the three month they don't want to waste their time right if you if you don't work out after that three months they're not giving you shit they wouldn't have had to take you off the shit by the end if you end up getting booted because you ain't you ain't make that that uh, probationary period. <laughs> that was the other job that I worked. I worked there once and I quit and then I came back and then I got laid off, which was nice. really trifling. That was, I, I, yeah. Um, but they they would do that nonstop. They would have you work for three months and they would fire you. And I was like, your unemployment insurance must be through the roof because- Like, you're going to pay revolve. one way or the other, you stupid assholes. I always yeah. tell people that like, you're going to pay up front or you're going to pay on the back end, but you're going to fucking pay. Like, don't do dumb shit like this because at some point people are going to get the jig and you're going to be, you're, you're creating a liability for yourself. Right. I would just tell my friends if they got jobs, like make sure, you know, just count that three months Mm -hmm. um, and make sure that you have an exit plan because they're not going to hire you because they don't, they don't, they don't hire people. Which is crazy to me. Cause like, I remember I worked at a place where um, when I finally was let go, I saw the email for that year of people. And it was like, 15 to 16 people on a CC. So all 15 of us were all people who'd worked there during that year, which that doesn't say much about you guys. Cause no. they were fucking terrible. It was the worst fucking place I've ever worked. But like the people were terrible. I, I, I bigged myself up for not cussing anybody out. Cause I was going to fly out to go see one of them bitches at one point because I was, wow. she really tried me. And I was like, People know, and that's the they know dis- distance. Distance yeah, makes them the internet, in, in, internet gangsters. Yeah, she was she was definitely a phone gangster and an internet like a email gangster. And like I was like, okay, because she did come into town, and I was like, I want to see this bitch face to face. And the bitch did the wild dip 
because she didn't want to see me because it was going to be a situation wow like because I was like in, in a, a very professional yes of course it wasn't going to be bitch who the fuck it wasn't going to be but it was going to be implied keys in your hand <laughs> it was like you know like who are you talking to like what do you think this is like we're all professionals and I, I think I was older than them too so it was like these bitches are really trying to mean girl me I mm. fucking doubt it so when I finally got fired it was like I'm gonna gift myself something nice because I didn't take it to the terror dome because these bitches tried the fuck out of me <laughs> the fuck out of me and I left that industry completely after that right right yeah you have to you have to because otherwise it just it messes up any it's the future. same thing it's yeah never, it's never different like it's no. gonna be the same everywhere you go <sighs> yeah I happily left that industry because worst bitches ever <laughs> that's unfortunate yeah yeah I will say like jewelry people have a really good sense of humor um and and all the not and not everybody but most of the people that I've I've worked with for some reason or another it's a quirky bunch of people but um yeah just all and and that industry like the office the offices that I've worked in is so tiny and so Mm -hmm. that that it's that circle is so small Mm-hmm. that you know uh, if you're not genuine or a nice person it comes out anyway absolutely um but yeah. everybody talks like yeah, they'll, everybody they'll talks. point people in the places where you're not supposed to be at like this right. person is a garbage monster don't worry right mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well that was my last question you made it hey, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so where can the people find you and what are you working on um, the people can find me. I live on Instagram when I should be living in my studio. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can find me at Lingua Nigra, um, L-I-N-G-U-A-N-I-G-R-A on Instagram and, um, everything, uh, linguanigra.com is my website. You can find me on Etsy at Lingua Nigra. Um, I'm never on Twitter, but I have a Twitter handle if you want to go back to some old stuff, which is just me reposting from <laughs> Instagram. I'm so bad. Uh, and Facebook, Lingua Nigra. Um, and then if you just Google Alicia Goodwin or Lingua Nigra, you can pull up some real fun stuff. So, um, yeah, and I have a LinkedIn Lingua Nigra page. Okay. I never um, use LinkedIn. I hate LinkedIn. I'm, I'm so bad, but I, you know. I'm terrible at it. And I'm an HR person. You would think I'm yeah. in there like somewhere. I hate it. I hate it. So oh, much. I love it. It's great to search for stores and people and stuff yeah. and stalk, you know, just for better, better contacts for emails. True. But, um, but yeah, you can find me there. I'm, but yeah, I'm usually on Instagram. Oh, I have a different... I have a few businesses, but that's my main one. Seeds of Dust is another one um, for vintage, which I still have to put up. That's my like second love. Um, and uh, yeah, the wait, that's another business that I, uh, who knows? Apparently, I don't know. I have too many things going on. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can find me on there. And um, I am going to today. I'm probably going to be packing orders and um, fulfilling wholesale orders I completely forgot about uh, until I went to the wholesale site because I'm all over the place. Um, so I'll I'll be I'll probably be doing that today and hopefully be able to go on a walk even though I don't feel like it right now. No, but outside I'm is like, trash. I'm, I'm I found fully, that out yesterday. I was tired. Uh, I know I'm today. fully dressed, but I was like, let's go on a walk later. I told my walk buddy, like, let's go on a walk. It's just harder here. I feel like in New York, you you walk for death. You know, you have to get to your destination. You can walk for miles and eighty thousand miles and get True. stuff done. Whereas True. here, has to, has to carve out time to just walk. 
you know, to exercise. Right. Um, so it's hard um, to, to take away like two plus hours to do that. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, I you got have to. Because I, I started getting creaky and like my muscles were like, girl, we're going to Oh my goodness. If you don't oh get goodness. up off this couch, you're going to atrophy oh and you goodness. won't like it. No, <laughs> like, no. Yeah. 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 I felt that when I was back there. So it's like, okay, we got to, we got to get this go. I got to keep this momentum up of actually stepping more than 500 steps a day. Man, you know? <laughs> listen, like when I started to try to walk, like, like a mile in my whole body would be screaming. Like my legs were like, what are you doing? Yeah. We don't, we don't do this anymore. Right. We sit. We, we right. sit. Like this is not, we don't like it. <laughs> it was just pain. And I was like, all right, time to go home. Cause I'm in mm-hmm. pain now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah. And I went back to the gym last week and I was like, well, I'm, I'm, if the train could make me a, a thick fine, then I would take the train. That's also a filthy ass fucking place, but the, the, the train can't do that for me. So I guess it's the gym. If I'm going to be exposed to some filth, I guess it'll be at the gym and I'll use, I mean, I come in there ready. I got my, I have a little can of Lysol. I have like my own wipes because I don't trust none of that shit. I don't believe nobody in there. I have my own hand sanitizer. I got my little bag full of shit and my little towel and I spray up the freaking, um, the, cause I refuse to go into the um, locker room because. Oh yeah. 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 So I just use the little outside, um, tinier fucking lockers. I spray the shit out of them before I put my things in them. Cause everybody's dirty. Everybody is dirty. Everybody's dirty. dirty. And like they were all out dirty and unmasked yesterday. I was in Soho because I went to get my nails done. And then I went to um, La Durie because I sent my friend some macaroons from La Durie. And I was like, I want macaroons from La Durie. Where? Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to walk over. And it was a line. And I was like, I'm standing on a line in New York. Oh. Oh. I was, yeah, I, I gagged. But I went and I got myself my, my macaroons and I ate them all. and i did it and i was like i need a cab out of here because i can't be around these people anymore where's my car (laughs) oh my god i chose the worst place to call a car and i was like waiting for like eight minutes because i'm spoiled like when the you know the 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 peak days of quarantine you could get a freaking uber or a lift in three minutes yeah wherever you were now it's like 16 minutes i was like how dare you it's back to that yep i hate it people being outside is really fucking up the vibe man. i know it's gonna it's gonna change people are out i said, I said, raw, I said yesterday raw dog in the air yes just, just... mouth fucking the air and i'm <sighs> like nah not me where's my masks thank you i bought some really cute ones off etsy that's what we do now. Like, yeah. I haven't had a cold in like 18 months. I know that part, that part. I forgot. I, yeah. I think like when I travel and stuff, I'll still probably maintain. Where, Absolutely. You know, All of the hand masks. sanitizer. I'm wiping yeah. down everything. The first flight I take, I'm going to do. Let me tell you something. Mother Naomi Campbell taught us. It's true. Long before it's true. she was ready. She had her Dettol wipes and she was wiping She's everything right. down. And she was prepared. She probably stayed the healthiest of us all. She probably did. And she was doing that in first class. Okay. She was. Because she was. everybody's probably dirtier there. They are. They are. Because right. they're not used to having to do anything for themselves. No. They putting their feet up on stuff. <laughs> no man. <laughs> I will I will spray a bitch. Put your feet up here. <laughs> 
<laughs> anyway, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I'm so no happy. problem. Thank you for having me. Of course. Welcome. Anytime. Come back. And that was my discussion with Alicia Goodwin of Lingua Nigra. And it was so much fun. She is so funny and smart. And I hope you guys enjoyed it. Because as always, you know I did. Any hooser, let's get in to these key takeaways. This week's key takeaway is basically you're not low with the messages that you're trying to send to black women on these reality shows, especially the dating ones, the dating competition ones, any kind of dating anything. They're not low at all, especially when they're dealing with dark skinned, very much unambiguously black women on these shows. And by that, I'm talking about Love Island. I am watching both Love Island US and Love Island UK, which is the original joint that everybody's um, spinning off of. And literally at the same time, they're all playing the same kind of game. What normally happens, especially in the UK one, they bring in a beautiful sister, chocolate, onyx skin, fabulous, bad bitch, okay, with a 50-pound wig on. I don't understand it. You're sitting by the pool in the blazing hot sun in Majorca. I don't know why you would want to have a wig on. Clearly, they're casting them and telling them to do this shit because the smart money would be to have ass-length braids, some sort of protective style, because that's what the fuck I would do. But I'm, you know, as usual, going off topic. Basically, what happens, they bring in this beautiful dark-skinned sister. They sit her in the house with all these white guys and black guys who don't date black women. And they basically run her into the ground and have her feeling like pieces of shit. And then eventually they vote her out of the house and she leaves in tears and unhappiness. This is what they do every single season. It's going on right now. So they kind of duplicated this thing with the U.S. one. The difference was last year, the beauty, stunning, dark-skinned sister, 50-pound wig... She won the whole shit last year. It was a great season. The U.S. is busting the U.K.'s ass on this one. No shit. But, again, this season, three beautiful dark-skinned black girls, right? Um, one of them was being roachy about this other kid that was in the, in the whatever. Then there's this one beautiful girl who does not wear her 50-pound wig all the time. She keeps a low Caesar. She's giving a little Nina Simone in the face. She's fucking stunning. Fucking beautiful girl. And, you know, she she's she's Aya. She's got a great personality. She looks like a good time. I go with her to a party anytime. And that's it. So basically, it looks like she's a fan favorite because she's such a good time and she's got good energy. But she keeps getting played off to the left by these dudes. Like she got thrown over for, for another girl, the other dark-skinned girl in the house who, you know, no shade to the sister. Do what you do. Um, leads church first and you know dudes is basic so man's was like yo I really like you I'm to get to know you but you know he doesn't really want to have to do the work of getting to know someone before he gets in them draws and and mama it, she's very sex positive she says you know she is all about that dack and they don't really have no real discussions outside of that kind of thing and so he was drawn to her for that reason no shade at all but the, leaves the other sister leaving leaving her feeling wild, disrespected. And then there's this whole energy whenever a new cat comes into the house, the people vote for her to go on a date with him. 
goes on a date. The dude picks this dark-skinned sister who looks like Nina Simone with, without the 50-pound wig. Cats literally question the dude's reasoning for it. Like, they were cross-examining this cat who picked her last week for a fresh, like, but why'd you pick her, though? But why'd you pick her, though? And the girls who thought, because they look like closer to the prototype, you know what the prototype is, they were feeling away, so they felt like they should get in his face and talk that talk. Because who is this pretty black girl without a 50-pound wig who has obviously black features and none of the big lashes, none of all that bullshit, fabulously gorgeous, great, everything else, just like all the other girls. Because the, the sisters that they bring in there are fucking stunning. Everybody's hot. It's basically hot people fucking all summer long. And we watch, because why not? Um, and she's, you know, fine and all that good shit. And they all got in their feelings because the dudes that they thought were their right to have picked this woman who didn't look like that. And the message is fucking clear, what you bitches are trying to do. And none of you motherfuckers are low. Like the colorism, the racism, of course. I mean, what what's a reality show without a little bit of racism, right? But in this particular scenario, it's more colorism heavy, where in the U.S. one is colorism heavy, even though the sister that scooped the Nina Simone-looking sister's man's is a dark-skinned sister, too, but she has a 50-pound wig on, the lashes, the lips, the whole kit and caboodle, and, you know... And she's leading church first. So Mans was like, yes, please, and thank you. Even though he was talking good game to old girl, and mama slid him out from under her, you know, on some kind of roachy shit. She she ain't, she looking funny in the light, you know what I'm saying? That's not a kind of bra you want to have around you, you know? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, all of this to say, they're playing these girls every fucking season, and it's really draining, and I don't appreciate it. And, you know... As a dark-skinned sister myself, I don't particularly like when they try to build this narrative that, you know, if unless you're beige with some 3C curls, you're not worthy of love or affection or attention or respect or anything like that. Now, we're not going to do, you know, light-skinned, dark-skinned wars over here, but, you know, facts is facts. You know, dark-skinned girls get the heavier energy. If she's a thick even more energy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it's played... It's whack. We see it. You not low. It's garbage. And I'm over it. I just want, just like kind of last year, where we got to see a dark-skinned black girl get loved on. Like, just loved on properly. And it was so refreshing. And then they back on their bullshit the very next season, at least on the U.S. one. The U.K. one don't never change, honey. It's like clockwork. Whenever we see the cast and we see there's a dark-skinned chocolate sister with a 50-pound wig on, I'm like, well, we know what's going to happen here. <laughs> and it does. Every single time. But what do you expect from the motherfucking, like, mother of racism? That country taught everybody else how to do it. So, of course, they're going to stick with it. Anyway, that was pretty much my whole uh, feeling around all of that. And that's pretty much it for this week's Mostly Max and other things. I hope y'all ain't hear all of the fucking thunder and shit going on since the sky literally just opened its gooch all over everything. And there goes the thunder. Fabulous. Any user, stay dry, everybody. <laughs> um, make sure you are still rocking those masks no matter what these motherfuckers are saying to you. 
wear the mask in the motherfucking restaurants, even though they have the poor servers and shit not wearing masks anymore. I hope some of them are left to their own devices and some of the businesses are a little smarter than that and lets them keep wearing them despite what the numpty at Gracie Mansion is talking about. Um, so keep your mask on and shit. Keep washing your hands. Keep that Purell on decky. Everybody is still goddamn dirty. So do what you need to do. Keep yourself safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of everybody else. And I will talk to you next week.